This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. What's up, all you sexy beasts? Welcome to another episode of the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast. And if you're listening to this, you know what that means. It's 2022. As I'm filming this, it is still 2021, but in the future when this is released, it shall be a new year, which is pretty exciting. I feel like this year went by very fast. It seems like just like yesterday that the coronavirus started, and now we've been in a pandemic for years, which is fucking crazy. So... Having said that, I want to give you some tools. What kind of tools do you want to give us, Jordan? Well, I want to give you the tool of reflection. The biggest life hack that I've ever found is being able to document and then reflect on things that happen in my life. And the best times to really talk about this are at the end and beginning of years because they kind of signify this, what is actually a pretty arbitrary thing, but When you start a new year, it does give you some of that permission to start over, to do things differently. I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions in general, the way that they have been portrayed in our society, but I am a fan of people using certain boundaries or things like a new year starting to better themselves in some way and to reflect on things. And that's something that I've been able to do. So again, the biggest life hack that I think I've found is documenting my life and then reflecting on it. My life dramatically changed when I started keeping track of things that were happening daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly. Having a process for being able to track what's going on in your life and then ultimately change to iterate, to really understand. I mean, that's that is such a huge key. And I think if I look back to a time before I was doing this, I was just kind of like living life going through the motions in a lot of ways. And I I would have that moment at the end of a week where maybe I was like, what the hell even happened? So this solves that issue. If you ever feel yourself in that frame of mind where at the end of a week, at the end of a day, at the end of a month, you're like, what the hell just happened? This is for you. And with the tools that I'm going to give you today in the process that I'm going to give you today, take some of it, take all of it, take none of it, but it's really good to think, how could this work for me? How could I create something sustainable in my life to where I uh, am able to document and reflect? So I want to start with daily. So how do I document and reflect on daily? I've kept journals, daily journals for over six years. I have a fat stack of them that span all the way back to 2015. So how cool is that, that I can open up this little book, and I can see what the hell was Jordan in 2015 thinking? What was I going through? What was I feeling? And I'm not going to sit here and say that I do that. I don't actually really don't go through stuff from 2015 or 16 or I don't find that it's, you know, there is some nostalgia in that. And I have done it once where I've kind of gone back and looked at random pages and stuff. But I think the real value is the internalization, right? So let me tell you about the journal that I specifically recommend. That is the five-minute journal by Intelligent Change. So the five-minute journal by Intelligent Change has prompts that you can use that can be done in five minutes. And that's what I love about it is when you're starting to develop a a habit of journaling, you really don't want it to have all those bells and whistles and, and be too complicated. And you also simultaneously, at least for me, when I gave myself no prompt at all, I really struggled. If I just had a blank page in front of me and I was just like, oh, I should journal. I should just start writing. That to me doesn't do it either because 
just too much broad broadness to it. So in the five minute journal in the morning, there is a different prompt in the morning than there is in the evening. The prompts in the morning, I should say, are the three things that would make today great. So you write out three things that you anticipate happening that are going to make the day an awesome day. Three things that you're grateful for. And then two affirmations. An affirmation is an affirm, a statement that kind of affirms your identity. So I am blank. I am sexy. I am, you know, an incredible father. I am this or that, you know, so you are assigning yourself some belief to your identity by using positive affirmation. The evening, a little bit different. It's a recap, right? So it is actually forcing you to go and think about what happened during that day and then write down three things that made the day amazing and then two things that could have made it even better. And you notice how the language within that is could have made it even better. It's not two things that sucked, right? Because we're always trying to frame our life in a positive way or frame things that could be potentially considered negative as helpful, positive, a lesson of, of learning, all those types of things. And that framing I find is, is very important. So that's what I do on a daily basis. I, I'm not like, I'll be honest with you, you know, like I probably get three to five days a week in my journal. I'm not perfect and, and no one is. And, and you shouldn't strive for perfection. You should strive for just doing it, right? And, and, and just getting some momentum. So if you miss a day here and there, it's, it's not the end of the world, but definitely stick with it, in my opinion. So that's daily. Now let's talk about weekly. So on weekly, I pick a day out of the week that I go in and reflect on each individual day and compile it into a format that is helpful for me. So the weekly reflection that I do started with a Google Doc that I created back in February of 2020. And initially what I was doing was I was basically just compiling answers from my journal into the Google document. Now this served a couple different purposes because one, if I had the hard copy version, the tangible version in the journal, if I ever lose that journal, then I lose all the information in it, right? But if I put it into a digital copy on Google Docs where I can access that from my phone or I can access that from the computer, the actual process of rewriting it into that digital version is like, when you would study for an exam, right? If you wrote notes in the class for a university, say that you were in class and you wrote notes, if you never looked at those notes again, you probably would have a pretty hard time on the test. So what you do when you study is you go relook at the notes, you go rewrite them on flashcards, or you go rewrite them out in different ways. So the process of actually rewriting them serves both of those purposes where it allows me to re-internalize the lessons from the week, the wins that happened, the things I'm grateful for, and then it immortalizes the information into a digital version that's not going to go away, even if I lost it, right? Because you can't really lose a Google Doc. Well, you can obviously lose it, I guess, in some way, but Google's not losing it, I hope. So that's a really important thing. And then I also have a metric sheet. So this metric sheet, basically what I did was I decided one day, what are all the different metrics in my life that I want to keep track of? Follower numbers, revenue streams, expenses, all these different types of things that are important in my business and in my personal life. And I made a, uh, a Google sheet with a bunch of different columns. And I go in there and I update it every week to show the growth, to show the decline, to show you know the comparison between those numbers. So I've been doing that for over a year now as well. Having that reflection document is really helpful because I can click into that at any week throughout the year and see exactly what was happening. I don't have to go dig through a journal and look at the daily view, right? So that is very important. Let's talk about monthly. So we got daily, we got weekly. What about monthly? So monthly, I basically have a spreadsheet as well that has my projects. And I think that when you're looking at a monthly view, what you want to see is what are the projects that I want to get done this month. And typically what I'll do is I'll have a calendar invite 
in my calendar, I use Google Calendar, that will remind me to, at the end of a month, go relook at this document. It's the end of a month, beginning of a month, however you want to consider it. And I, I update this document and I answer the following questions. One, I summarize my month. So I basically take all the things that happen in the weekly reflection and I take the most important things and I write it out in a summary. And then I look at what projects did I accomplish? I write the answer to that. What could be improved upon to make it even better? Who and what we're grateful for in the past month? What's my vision for next month? What are three to five projects that I'll work on based on that vision? When and how will these goals get done? Oh, by the way, don't feel like you have to write notes. I'm going to leave all of this in the description and I'm going to leave a, a copy of a template to this so that you can just use it and create your own. When and how will these goals get done based on the process? What should I avoid doing next month? And then where do I have uncertainty and where should I go for help? So basically on a monthly basis, I go into that spreadsheet and I answer all of those questions in there based on the month. And so I'm using, and if you notice, I'm using each of these to build off of each other. The daily builds up to create the, the weekly. The weekly builds up to create the monthly. And as you guessed it, the monthly builds up to create the quarterly. So then from a quarterly perspective, I have a meeting with my mastermind group. So once a quarter we meet, it's every three months, and we bring together this document that all of us had actually created and written down projects on. And what we do is we have a discussion about what projects we worked on in the past quarter, what things that we've been struggling with, basically have a recap and ask for feedback, for questions, for things like that. And this is a good place for us to determine a change of direction or determine if something's not worth doing or determine if we want to put focus even more on something that we're currently doing. And that I find to be incredibly helpful as well, because again, I am constantly moving in and out of the weeds of the details of my daily life and these kind of high levels of weekly, monthly, and quarterly reflection. And that really helps because I can't claim that I don't know that something's wrong, right? Like I have full responsibility. I have full ownership of my life if I'm constantly reflecting on what's happening and I give myself an opportunity to change. And then I'm also involving other people. I think accountability is really important in something like this. So if you can find friends that you will talk about with these kind of things. This mastermind group that I have, we used to meet weekly. And so we'd actually discuss things on a weekly basis. We since went to a quarterly call, but you might have people in your life who you want to meet on a weekly basis and do this with or a monthly basis, whatever it is that is the best cadence for you. I recommend finding someone else who you can keep accountable and can help keep you accountable and meet with them. And so let's go over the last one. So we've talked about daily, we've talked about weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Let's talk about yearly. So recently I just did this because we're at the end of 2021. And what I'll do is I'll go back through my weekly document. I'll go back through my monthly project document, the summaries. I go through all of this stuff. I basically bold the most important things, especially on the weekly list on my on that Google Doc, right? Because that Google Doc is really easy to navigate. And what I'll do is I'll just highlight the top things from those summaries and then from the weekly and, and, and just, just to see if there's anything I missed. And as I go back through that document and I get all the bolded things, I end up making a highlight for my Instagram stories on Canva. So I'll go into Canva, which is an app. It's a web-based app that you can use online and you can use it to uh, to help design things, right? Design different types of projects. They have a Instagram story kind of uh, template, and a bunch of different templates. So I'll pick a template and then I go back through my pictures of the year. So I open up iPhoto and I start from the beginning of the year and I just pull out any pictures that support 
the different projects and things that I've talked about or any pictures that I come across where I'm like, oh, that'll be an interesting thing to actually reflect on that I didn't even think of. So that's the cool thing about taking pictures. And that's kind of the bonus hack here is as you're going through your life, take pictures, right? I, I actually don't don't feel like I take enough pictures in moments that I do want to remember, but it can really help in those times when you're going back trying to figure out what happened. Having those pictures is such a nice thing because you can use them to show your family, to rekindle memories for yourself, all that stuff. So I'll put those pictures into an Instagram highlight. So you can go to my Instagram right now and you can look at this highlight. It's labeled 2021. So it's right underneath my name on my profile, J-S-P-E-N-S-I-R. And uh, I have done this since 2018. I've done this highlight thing since 2018. So my reflection process has actually changed over time. The journaling I've been doing for the longest, I've been doing that since like 2015. These Instagram stories I've been doing since about 2018. And in the past two years, I started adding in the weekly, monthly, quarterly documents that I now use. It's really great. I mean, this is the process that I I think really helps me. Obviously, there's certain things of this that maybe resonate with you. Maybe some of it doesn't. But what I'll do is I'll leave the resources. I'll leave a couple of templated documents in the description of this podcast. So you can go ahead and use those if you'd like to. Uh, Otherwise, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear if you do reflection a little bit differently. What are some things that you do that you find really helpful? And until next time, I will see you on the next Sunday. Have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review, reviews of the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you. And until next time, keep wandering. You're not lost.